0: Welcome to another episode of Conversation with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the founder and CEO of Seawall Sports, Ms. Candy Waller. Thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Lamp. I appreciate it.
0: Wow. First of all, congratulations on celebrating. You just recently celebrated six years with your company, uh, launching your company. So let me say congratulations to for you for doing that.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's been, it, it doesn't feel like six years, but it's definitely been six years.
0: <laughs> you said it. Why, why doesn't it feel like six years?
1: I, I, hey, I guess the saying is time flies when you're having fun. So it's almost like, dang, I remember when I just did, you know, and I think the pandemic years threw it off too, right? The two years that everybody spent in the house, it wasn't really going out, might've maybe, made me, maybe me feel like it wasn't that long, but it's definitely been six.
0: I mean, I, I, let me tell you, I was really excited to see it. I've been following you, um, I think we met in twenty twenty. Yeah, I think 2020 is when we met.
1: Maybe in a pandemic year. Uh-huh, I think so.
0: Yeah. So I've been following you ever since then. So to see your growth then to now has really been, it's really been great to witness firsthand, so.
1: I really appreciate that. Sometimes, you know, it's like you tell yourself, you know, am I moving? Am I moving forward? Am I making progress? So it's good when others can confirm, like, yes, you're definitely moving this thing forward.
0: So there's times you were actually doubting if you were moving in the right direction?
1: Absolutely, for sure. Um, you know, sometimes we just have a tendency to overthink. Um and you know, with overthinking becomes you know, you know, some doubt. And am I doing the right thing? Am I staying somewhere too long? Am I, you know? So it's just yes. I for sure was like, am I doing this right? <laughs> Is this okay? Sometimes, and then I'd be like, hey, listen, I pray about it, write it in my journal, and then I say, all right, let's just keep, let's just keep it moving. How you know? ain't nothing said stop so i'm just gonna keep going in this direction so it's working out <laughs> but yes yeah, sometimes i definitely be a question it.
0: was there a particular event or date that made you realize you know what i'm heading in the right
1: path i i want to really tell you it was last year it was year five of the business that i was like wow okay it's all coming together um you know during the pandemic years when okay when sports was had you know when everything came when everything came to the hall everybody was home right mm-hmm. but then in the 2021 seasons it was like okay only certain media outlets can come back so you know the commanders didn't let me back immediately um the wizards didn't either But last year, in my fifth year of the business, because I just stayed consistent. So I'm going to keep doing shows. I'm going to keep sending emails. I'm going to keep, you know, showing up, you know, in person where I can show up in person. And um, last year, well, I started with Bowie TV the end of 2021 or fall of 2021. And then I also ended up being connected with CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg and then the Sports Illustrated Fan Nation reached out to me cuz they had been following me and so it was like last year was the year that everything happened i felt like at the same time and so all for all of the moments i was like i wasn't sure which way I should go, or I wasn't sure if I should just keep going, or what I should be doing. Last year was the year it all made sense. In year five, because everything just happened at the same time.
0: You saying you wasn't sure? Do you, do you, there was a point where you actually considered stopping.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah i always I always toyed around with quitting. Um. <laughs> to be very honest with you, I um, I actually got really, really frustrated. In 2021, it was August, 2021. I got, I got really frustrated. Um, I was just, oh, it just, it was a lot. It's a lot of work and I'm a consistent person. So I'm doing multiple shows a week. It just really wasn't feeling like it made sense. A, you know, I, A lot of people who started on this journey with me are no longer on this journey with me. And it just felt like sometimes when seasons change and God is is shifting, even your circle and, you know, people you love and care about, we don't like it. And so that's what happened, right? I didn't like it. I was like, this doesn't, you know, it just didn't feel right anymore. And I was just frustrated. I was tired. I was exhausted. I needed some sleep. You know, I needed to get some rest. <laughs> um and i just felt like i was getting um what was the word like when you when you feel like everybody is now against you like you just you just keep hitting a wall and you keep doing this and doing that and it's not appreciated people don't see you they're not paying attention and i want to say the week i had told two of my friends that I really needed to go in my prayer closet and spend some time because I was pretty certain I was gonna quit. Like I was, like I was done because mm. I was just tired and people, people don't do right. Let's just go ahead and call it what it is. When you're working with people like, they don't do, they don't do right. Yeah. And so I was, I was over it. I was frustrated. So I spent some time in my prayer closet. A week later, Bowie TV had had reached out to me. And said they wanted my shows to start coming on Bowie TV. Wow. It's local, and I said, "Okay, right, like, oh, I." Right. <laughs> because the reality is, had I quit when I really wanted to quit in August of 2021, Bowie TV didn't call me till September of 2021. Wow. Um. So if I had quit when I, when I really was like, yo, this is taking too much. It's costing me, you know, it's costing me, um, money It's costing me, you know, certain friendships. And I just, I didn't want to be bothered with it no more, to be real honest with you, but that came through. And that's when I said, okay, God, I do remember telling you when I started this business, Lord, that this was your business and that it wasn't mine. So I had to get on board with whatever it was that the Lord wanted me to do. And because I'm, you know, sometimes we do things ourselves, it doesn't, you know, we do things like talk about quitting when we know that it's purpose-driven. So that's why I stayed. I had to really literally be like, I'm in my closet with my face on the floor, really, really frustrated. And then, I mean, and then being in sports, let's be for real, being a black woman in sports is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, men are can be brutal, um, women can be dismissive, and you just got to stand your ground and not hide, and, you know, the people for you and things start to shift and everything, but it's tough, especially when you, you know, you got TV and internet and people see your face everywhere and all that, and so it just, it just got too much for me. You know, I would, I would rather, you know, I was like, let me just go back to, you know, I don't really tell somebody how I really feel about them, but you can't do that. So a <laughs> long winded way. Cause I know you're probably shocked. Like he was really going to quit. Absolutely. I think I had a post about it, it posted about it. Like, like, cause it, I, I really realized like, if I had done what I wanted to do, I would have forfeited a major opportunity in this journey. And that was being on TV.
0: Mm. They say they say your biggest blessing comes right when you're about to give up.
1: And I can confirm that's exactly what happened to me. Because after, you know, I, I said, oh, okay, fine. Boy, I heard from boy TV. And then, like I said, then it was CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg. Then it was Sports Illustrated Fan Nation. Like, they all just came one after another. All after I was about to quit.
0: Mm. So now that you got time to look back and reflect, do you feel like God was testing your faith just to see how bad you really wanted it?
1: I definitely feel like, I don't know if my faith was being tested. I wouldn't categorize it like that lamp. I think I just got in my own way, right? I think I stopped looking at, the journey from a spiritual perspective and started looking at it from a very human. I'm tired of getting cyber bullied. I'm tired of, you know, fake people and people who say they're this and people who say they're that and they're not and blah, 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 blah. blah. Okay. All right. And because of that, you're going to quit. Yeah. You're like really, you know, something that was a dream and something that you wanted to do, you really going to quit because of other people um, I think I just I forgot that this was purpose driven, I, and I made it about me. I made it personal, um, and because I don't, I don't, I I don't know. I don't want to say God was testing my faith. I just really think it was me. I just think it was my flesh, my humanness that was like these people don't know. I'll cuss them out, like you know, <laughs> just turn into that person, like you know, and. And that's what I felt. That's who I felt like I wanted to be, even though God had brought me so far. It was like, I cash all of this in right now, just to, you know what I mean? Mm. But that would have been stupid to be real frank, you know, that it would have been dumb for me to do that. Um, That's why I say I think it was just me. Probably just succumbing to the enemy. Um, like girl, I wouldn't let them people talk to me like that. I think that's how the enemy I, I wouldn't let them talk to me like, like that. I would let them have it if it was me. <laughs> I wouldn't even care about that business. I go ahead and go all. <laughs> it was nothing but the enemy. You know how it is. You got one on one shoulder and another on the other shoulder. But the thing about it is the the, the spirit wasn't saying anything. Mm. I'm like, oh, you, about, oh, you just gonna let me cuss these people out? And I think I was like, girl, to go to bed and talk to, me. <laughs> talk to me when you get eight hours, eight hours of sleep.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> you, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm really interested in something you you said multiple times. You said your business is purpose driven. So, mm-hmm. what is the what? If you wouldn't mind me asking, what is the purpose?
1: You know, sometimes I I I, I wonder that. As well, because, you know, I have, I see have seawall sports. I have a foundation as well. Um, and it's interesting because the foundation was always the thing that I wanted to do in teaching transferable skills to youth and young adults, right? That's what I've always wanted to do. It was always a deep passion. It was, my, you know, the service oriented part of me that I always wanted to give back to the community in that way. The sports piece of this is just something that I truly believe was a gift. You know, being able to communicate, being able to engage. And I just knew it. Even as a even as a child, I could, you know, when I just, you know, with the sixth anniversary, I used to watch combine.
0: <laughs>
1: I used to watch drafts. I had notebooks as a child of like players and schools. I used to try to say I wanted to go to certain schools because they had good sports programs just so I could go and work for their sports program. That was me as a kid. Like I just, I mean, I loved cartoons and I loved all the girly, girly things as well. But it was just something about sports and I could watch any sport and I could sit there, learn it, figure it out, go read, read about it. And I could just do it. So I, now I look. And I say, you know, perhaps, you know, the purpose is other Black women knowing they can do this. It's several different things, right? Other Black women knowing they can do this. I had told myself one time I would never be a business owner because it's too hard. And here I am owning two two different businesses. (laughs) Um, So, you know, that's an opportunity there to show purpose and show passion. And I think it's just a, and I started this later in life. I didn't go to journalism school. And I don't mind telling people that now. Like, no, yes, I have three degrees, but I, and I, none of them are in journalism. <laughs> um, but I, but I have but I'm self taught, and there's other things that I did throughout my professional and collegiate careers where you learn storytelling, and so that's what journalism is. If you're a strategic communicator, if you do any type of public relations, any type of you know communications courses you learn how to tell stories so if you end up watching a game then okay I need to fix what I like to do is make you feel like you were there even if you weren't or you felt like you you knew everything that happened in practice today and you you know everything you you even know how many raindrops probably fell on my head while I was out there right <laughs> so <laughs> it's just when I say you know purpose driven it's me really feeling like I have to be, I would rather be obedient to God telling me to show up somewhere versus being like, well, I ain't going because ain't nobody there I want to see. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who I'm going to engage with or who I'm going to have a conversation with that I could bless by my story.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, let me ask you, this is like a two-part question. Mm-hmm. Um, I see you now, like um, you you hanging you, you with the Commanders players. You got a lot of great access. Um, when you when you mentioned in to- in twenty twenty one when they didn't call you, because you said the Commanders what didn't bring you back at first, right? Mm-hmm. Were you this is a two part question? Were you nervous that they wouldn't bring you back, and then once they did bring you back? How did you feel?
1: I was definitely nervous that they wouldn't bring me back, and here is a reality: I'm gonna tell you this is you too. Maybe they wouldn't have, right? But that's when Bowie Television and CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg, all those opportunities that God gave me. Because here is a strong, well, here is a strong case for me not coming back. You know. Mm-hmm. So God found room, you know, he made room for my gifts where other larger entities are like, we want you to, we want to partner with you or we want to leverage your content or, you know, and now I'm able to go. And not only am I able to go, I have multiple outlets that are sending me or saying, we want you to cover the commanders for us. Does that make sense? So. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was terrified. Like I probably ain't gonna ever get back in there now. <laughs> but God made a way. And once and, and still is making a way. Because once I got back in there, I was, I knew once I got back in there, I knew it was the Lord. Because I mean, after the pandemic, everybody redoes, you know, a lot of teams redid their their um credential structure. Mm-hmm. And a lot of teams and organizations, it's like everybody has a podcast. Everybody, you know, that's how they'll look at it. We know everybody got a show. Everybody say they're an expert. Everybody out here reporting news. So how are we going to differentiate all of the digital media outlets? So when God saw fit to, to have three larger media outlets, traditional media outlets find me, and then I'm able to get in through those. I said, "Okay, God, I'm gonna stop playing. You know, I ain't gonna quit."
0: <laughs> <laughs> stop playing. <with> you.
1: <laughs> stop playing. <laughs> we look crazy every time. And so I was elated. I, I was really, really happy to be back in the atmosphere, in the game. I tell people all the time. I mean, you could watch games on TV, facts on top of facts, but I am a person that thrives going to practice. And watching practice because I need to be able to learn and understand what these people are doing <laughs> on Sunday, um, or like when the wizards go, I go to practice, I go to all that stuff. It's tiresome, but I go, mm-hmm. and it helps me just know the team much better.
0: I've, I've told you offline um numerous times, you're one of the people who really inspired me because I've watched you. Um, build your company from the ground well i didn't see it from the very beginning but i came in on year three mm-hmm. so when you hear people say like they look to you for inspiration and motivation like what does that do for you
1: i mean it goes back to your question about purpose right i be, I be like okay god yeah i mean it doesn't you know it it didn't it doesn't look the way that i maybe thought it was going to look initially um but it definitely helps to keep me going. You know, it's not, I would never want anybody to look at it and and just, I don't know. You know, sometimes, I mean, I don't know. I, I know I've looked at stuff sometimes and it's just like, well, why is a person doing this? what is it, it's not real clear, you know? And it's not, it's not that it's not inspiring but it's kind of like, are you just showing us to be cool? Or are you really doing something with your time and your access? Because um, some people be in spaces and they just there to be cool and look cool. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but knowing the work that goes into the work and the prayer, <laughs> work, prayer, and patience that goes into this. And, you know, I'm not one of those people. If someone has like, I'm about to tell you right now, someone has a direct conversation with me. I'm like, look, I'm not one of those people that's going to be going live while I'm crying. So you can see me crying. But let me tell you something, this is hard. Okay, it's very difficult. So when people (laughs) tell me that it's inspiring, I'm like, good, I'm glad to hear that. And just keep at it. Like if you love it and you believe that God has you on the path to do it, just keep at it do not stop like don't you will get tempted to stop more times than you can count but just just don't because you'll probably regret it mm-hmm. so just keep it rolling keep it right on rolling you know um and it makes me feel good I'll be happy that other people are happy like oh oh yeah that's right you'll be reminding me of stuff that I posted and I'll be like what is What? And I'm like, oh yeah, that was the what's up. Okay. (laughs) I'm glad you (laughs) liked it. So I just be, you know, it it helps me feel good that others are inspired by my journey. And it it helps me to just be more transparent and continue to be transparent and authentic about it.
0: Yeah. Now I can't, I can't let our conversation in without talking about the commanders. What what are your expectations this year?
1: Oh, my expectations are very high. I don't know why
0: anybody
1: else. <laughs> is. Uh, because in and, and here's the thing: my my expectations are high because I think everybody's should be. You know, the way that the commanders did not make the playoffs last year um was was very it was bothersome to me. Like it bothered me. And I've done really well. One of the keys of I feel like in sports journalism because I know so many people that tell me I could never cover my favorite teams. Like, you agree. Oh my god, I I agree. With, if that's the team that I grew up watching or whatever, ain't no way I can do it. Nope. And like you do it seamlessly. I'd be like, look, I'd be struggling someday. Like someday <laughs> I, I can count on my head, though. Like when I start to unravel a little bit and I, <laughs> and I can hold myself together, um, but. That was the moment, I will, I will be very transparent, at the end of the season when the Commanders lost to Cleveland and Coach Rivera didn't know that they could be eliminated if Green Bay won that 4 o'clock game. And I was just, I was so upset. Like, Coach, please, you didn't know? Like, how did you not know? And so it was, that's why I'm like, some... Ego-driven, in my opinion, decisions around who plays quarterback is what kept the Commanders out of the playoffs. And it was only by one game. It wasn't like it was by a landslide, but it was like they were right there. And not to mention, the Commanders had like five Pro Bowlers and an alternate last year. Was it four or through five? So it anyway.
0: The talent was there, basically.
1: The talent was there. Then you have this. You don't have you have that many Pro Bowlers and not make the playoffs is embarrassing. So, hey, here's the reality. They all gotta make the playoffs. And that's at the very least, and that's at the low end. So with the addition of Eric Bienemy, with the other additions on defense, and for those that are coming back, yeah, I, I fully expect the team to make the playoffs. Everybody was going crazy over the schedule and I was like, whatever it looks like the same schedule from last year to me like <laughs> 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 whatever last year's schedule was hard too they're all hard
0: whatever you never, you never know either because you when when the schedule first come out some games that look hard yep. they turn out to be a, a, a game that's not so hard then certain games you didn't consider like oh that's a win then when the season start you're like oh i don't exactly. know exactly
1: yeah, I, I used to do a, a, a game, a schedule release um as soon as the schedule came out and try to predict, but now I wait, I wait until the week, right before week one, I still do a, a game and try to predict the season, but you got to wait until the 53 is established, and then even then, it matters from week to week because, you know, some players get hurt or just, you just never know, like you said, so... I have high expectations and I think everybody else should too, simply because they beat themselves in the end and didn't make the playoffs when all the rest of the NFC East teams did. And it wasn't like the team got worse in the in, in free agency and in the offseason, you know. Yeah.
0: So I I'll say this, and this is this this is me being a Cowboys fan. <laughs> and it's probably gonna shock you, but I really hope they do well this year. At least the offense. Um, I mean,
1: yeah, but Eric B enemy, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody's got something to prove.
0: I I because I because the fact that he's never got a head coaching job. Now, I don't know how he's done on interviews. I wasn't there. But you get the when you see these guys who you know haven't done anything. I'm well, I'm not gonna say anything, but their credentials are nowhere near his and they get head coaching jobs. I'm like, come on, man! Like this, this is ridiculous. So, it, so even as a Cowboys fan, because some things are just big in sports. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really pulling for him to do well. Like, I, I want to see him do well. Like, I don't know if him doing well means the offense is great, the defense is terrible, and they still got a losing record. I don't know how that works, but I I just want to see him do well because I really want him to get it. A head coaching job. So I want to see him do well.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, I think a lot of a lot of us do. You know, like you said, because it's bigger than sports, and you and and no one else wants to hear. Well, Andy Reid was really calling the plays. Nobody wants to hear that anymore. Yeah, right. He definitely has total control ownership over the offense. Rama Vera will not be calling any offensive plays. <laughs> <clears throat> I just want to be real clear. Do they have a defensive coordinator? Because I'm I'm not sure oh, who yeah. Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio been there, what's this? Like his fourth season? Oh
0: yeah. Jack Del, Rio. Jack
1: Del Rio. And yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah, Jack. But you know, Jack does all right with the defense. He he has you know, I you know, not necessarily yeah. Jack,
0: yeah. but I know. Um, <laughs> I know. You know when it comes
1: to football, when it comes to defense especially he 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 got him balling i mean hey i mean he he makes the adjustments um and and it and it works for the most part i mean you know they had to get the quarterback situation straight and you know maybe they do now um we'll see yeah
0: i want to see what chase young does because they didn't pick up his option so i want to see what he does yeah,
1: I, I just want Chase to lay low. I don't want nothing crazy to happen. Like, nobody, you know, out here, like, I don't want to play for the team no more. I hope Chase ball out.
0: That's going to be interesting. This, this year going to be – that's really going to be interesting. Like, it's going to be an interesting year. I, I really would, want
1: that whole D-line. I mean, if you think about it, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne made the Pro Bowl. Montez Sweat was an alternate with Chase coming back, I mean, they have a huge opportunity, if everybody stays healthy, to really be a, a terror. Like, they, I mean, they really could, they really can be. And they had some other, you know, folks that nobody knows of their name on defensive, on the defensive line that, you know, they would, they would rotate in and out. And they can ball. They can play.
0: Yeah. So, um, Like I said, I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm not putting them above my Cowboys, but I want to <laughs> see, I want, I do want to see Eric B. Enemy do well. Now, I was going to ask you for a prediction on the record, but you said you like to wait till,
1: yeah, I like fifty-three
0: man the roster, so I'm, 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 I'm gonna let you stick to your tradition.
1: And I, yeah, let me stick to that because I like, I got to get nosy too. You know, I start talking to my colleagues and across the NFC East, and you know, <laughs> they tell me the truth because so they get, they get stuck in their little. Fandom ways at times too, and I'm like, no, be objective. And then you don't tell me, true.
0: <laughs> is, there, is there a team that that if you had to pick a surprise team that we should be on, like we should look out for?
1: I, I mean, I'm always a sleeper Buffalo Bills fan, right? The Buffalo Bills had a really, really good. Are they
0: really asleep at this point?
1: But they, because they, because they always get there and they never win anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's yeah, but like, okay. the sleep is almost
0: like. We didn't see them coming. We could kind of see Buffalo coming now. Yeah,
1: they had a really good draft. The Bills had a good draft. Um, well, the Eagles are back where they left off. So
0: yeah. I
1: wouldn't call them a sleeper. Um, you know who's been quiet and it might be a sleeper. You can never really trust them. They didn't have a good season last year, but you never know what tricks they got up their sleeve, and that's the Rams. Hmm. They've been they've been really quiet. You mean everybody know there was a little bit of drama there, Sean McVay, and you know, but Sean McVay ain't gonna have too many more losing seasons.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: he, he ain't gonna have too much more. To, he's not, and neither is Bill Belichick and the Patriots. You know, the Commanders have to play both of them.
0: I don't know about Bill Belichick. I don't know.
1: No. I mean, he might be over it, but.
0: Um I'm I'm really starting to question the, the magic of Bill Belichick these days. I don't know.
1: He might be over it.
0: Uh, the, it. the the way, man, the way they 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 uh mishandled Mac Jones. Oh god. That's My
1: lord.
0: If that was any other coach, they would have got fired.
1: It was a lot. Yeah, uh,
0: you you can't you can't have a you got a young quarterback. And you got a defensive guy calling plays? Come on, man. What do you what are you doing? Like yeah,
1: I'm, yeah, I'm looking at all like the the quote unquote legendary names, right? That every like most people know across, you know, age right you know, age demographics like the Broncos. Yeah. Like, Commanders play the Broncos, uh, week two, I think. Yeah, week two.
0: It'll be a lot better with Sean Payton.
1: Exactly. So, yeah,
0: I, I like think that. it seems
1: like that. Like, keep my eye on Sean McVay and the Rams because they had such a bad season, and they, he just been too quiet for me. It was like, is Sean McVay still over there? Because <laughs> he just been a little too quiet. So maybe they lost he's a lot though. In his right, they did, they did. That's why I'm like, it's going to be interesting to see. And oh, duh! I can't believe I didn't say this. The Detroit Lions.
0: I was just about to say though. The Detroit, Cause they got they that running back that's mm-hmm. what that's what i was i was literally telling my buddy about them today because he he's he thinks the bear's gonna do something i said man the bear's not doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> is, you know, justin
1: doing. fields would be out there running for his life
0: it's not doing that they just yeah they're not
1: probably
0: they just one of them good. teams is just
1: they just
0: they just losers. I'm sorry, right? <laughs> <laughs> they just some losers. Like I just, it's just one of those franchises that just every blue moon they might have a, a good season, but for the most part, you could pencil them at four, at least nine losses. Mm-hmm. That's just who they are. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean it's it's um. I mean, of course, you know. Some of the Florida teams might, try, you know, see what Jacksonville going to do again this year. Maybe Miami, if you know. It's just it's going to be an interesting year.
0: Well, listen, I really want to thank you for your time because it's always an honor and a pleasure talking to you. Um, like I said in the beginning, congratulations on the six years. And also just um, I'm really glad that you didn't quit because. I hope, you know, like you really are motivation and not just me, but I'm sure a lot of other people. So I could personally say, I'm glad you didn't quit. And I'm sure you already got some great things, but I'm sure even more great things coming. So congratulations.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you for also helping to keep me motivated. All the good, all the feedback helps keep me going as well. So I appreciate it.
0: Before we end, please tell the people like how they could follow you, like how they could stay in contact with your business and stuff like that.
1: Oh, definitely. So if folks go to my website, www.sewallse.com you can sign up for the email list on the homepage. I um, if you're on social media, you can go to Seawall Sports and Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube. You can go to at Seawall Sports on Instagram and at Seawall SE on Twitter.
0: Again, thank you for for, um, taking the time to do this. And I wish you all the best.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore Lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with Lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.